I don't know if you're seeing what I'm seeing in the spirit realm, but I'm telling you, this place is full of holy angels. The presence of the Lord is here. It's here if you need salvation to be born again. It's here if you need deliverance of devils, of torment. It's here if you need that emptiness filled with His presence. If you're sick in body, His presence is here to heal your body. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't think it's too hard for Him. It is not. Amen. Amen. There is nothing too hard for our Father. His arm is not short. He can reach down to the uttermost and bring us up and set us in His very presence. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but a God like that, I think I'll live for. Hallelujah. Glory. Well, if you got your Bible, hold it up and let's make our declaration before our wonderful Heavenly Father, before our brothers and sisters in the Lord, and before our adversary. Amen? Amen. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God. I can have what it says I can have. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what it says I can do. Okay, let's plug it into some 440, okay? This is my Bible. It is the Word of God. I better have what it says I can have. I better be what it says I can be. And I better do what it says I can do. Amen. Let's give God a hand. You do realize in Mark 16 it says that we can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. We can cast out devils, hallelujah, and they have to go. Amen. Hallelujah. There's not a devil big enough on this planet to beat the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. At that name, every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. He's Lord. Glory. We just need to do it here. It's better to do it on this side of eternity than have to bow as a lost person and say, Jesus is Lord. And then go into eternity of torment in hell. Amen? It's better to say it here on this side. Jesus is Lord and He's my Lord. Hallelujah! It's better to do that. Glory to God. He's good. And all the time, Jesus is Lord. And Holy Spirit, just come on. Have your way. Hallelujah. Have your way. Well, I found this little cute thing on the internet. You know how I like stories. You ready? Everybody say, I'm ready. Okay. Important recall notice. The maker of all human beings is recalling all units manufactured regardless of make or year due to a serious defect in the primary and central component of the heart. This is due to a malfunction in the original prototype units code name Adam and Eve, resulting in the reproduction of the same defect in all subsequent units. 
This defect has technically been termed such sequential internal non-morality, or more commonly known as S-I-N, sin, as its primary expressed. Some of the symptoms, loss of direction, foul vocal emissions, amnesia of origin, lack of peace and joy, selfish or violent behavior, depression or confusion in the mental component, fearfulness, idolatry and rebellion. The manufacturer who is neither liable nor at fault for this defect is providing factory authorized repair and service free of charge to correct this sin defect. The repair technician Jesus has most generously offered to bear the entire burden of the staggering cost of these repairs. There is no additional fee required. The number to call for repair in all areas is P-R-A-Y-E-R. Prayer. Once connected, please upload your burden of sin through the repentance procedure. Next, download atonement from the repair technician, Jesus, into the heart component. No matter how big or how small the sin defect is, Jesus will replace it with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Please see the operating manual, the B-I-B-L-E, the Believer's Instructions Before Leaving Earth book, for further details of the use of these fixes. Warning! Continuing to operate the human being unit without correction voids any manufacturer's warranties, exposing the unit to dangers and problems too numerous to list and will result in the human unit being permanently impounded for free emergency call on Jesus. Danger, danger! The human being units not responding to this recall action will have to be scrapped in the furnace. The sin defect will not be permitted to enter heaven so as to prevent contamination of that facility. Please assist wherever possible by notifying others of this important recall notice. Thank you for your immediate attention. God. <laughs> y'all like that? Hallelujah. <laughs> We're going to talk just a little bit about spiritual warfare. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody needs to hear that today. Amen. You got it, brother. Somebody needs to hear it, and it's going to be me. I'm going to preach to myself. Hallelujah. You just get to listen. Amen. Brother, you got something? Yes. Uh, I was reading something last night, and when I was reading this, you came to mind right away. It says, the dear old Quaker lady was asked what gave her such lovely complexion and what cosmetics she used. Replied sweetly, I used for the lips true, for the voice prayer, for the eyes pity, for the hands charity, for the figure of righteousness, and for the heart love. When I read that, I didn't mean the whole part, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hey, I, I've got a secret, brother. I have had a heavenly Botox job. <laughs> B-O-T-O-X. Believe the Bible. B. Obey what God says. O. Testify to the power of the blood. T. Occupy the position God has given you, the second O. And Zerophilus. Mm. Let me spell that. X E 
R-O-P-H-I-L-O-U-S. What does that mean? Thank you for asking. <laughs> it means to be able to thrive in a hot, dry climate. So I have heavenly Botox. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! I think I'm just going to have some fun in Jesus. How about it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Spiritual warfare is what I want to talk about. 1 Samuel 17. You know, I could just I could just preach out of 1 Samuel 17. I think I could make every, everything I preach on out of that one chapter. There is so much truth in that. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me find it. <laughs> I'm drunk in the Holy Ghost. Can y'all tell? Hallelujah. First Samuel 17:47. Hey, get this picture now. You got to see what's happening. I talk about this often because so often we are affronted in our emotions. We're affronted with what our eyes are telling us, with what the circumstances are screaming. We are confronted, affronted by the enemy of our souls. Amen? Amen. Well, here's this picture in 1 Samuel 17. The children of Israel, the covenant people of God, who said, if you'll do what I tell you to do, when the enemy comes at you, one way it's going to flee seven. And here are these people that are covenant with God hiding, shaking in their shoes, scared of one man. I mean, who cares if he's nearly ten foot tall? Amen? But they're looking at this guy and they're saying, we can't beat him. They forgot their covenant. They forgot who they belong to. They forgot what God said. If you do what I tell you, you're going to win, he says. Amen. Amen. They forget this when this thing comes up and starts screaming obscenities at them. They run and hide. Oh, mighty men of valor that they are. But we can't point our fingers at them because when circumstances hit us, we begin to shake in our shoes and tremble at the fear of what our ears have just heard and what our eyes are telling us, what sends messages to the... Not good. It's not good. And we forget who we belong to. If you're born again, if you're a child of the Most High God, if Jesus is your Lord, you have a covenant bigger than the children of Israel did because it's cut by the blood of Jesus. Amen. And here we are shaking in our shoes. Amen or oh me. Am I right? Come on now. Talk to me. Amen. We forget that we are in covenant with the Most High God. The one who is self-existent. The one who took His hands and flung the universes into existence. We are in covenant with Him. You talk about a homeboy. <laughs> Amen. I don't think they get no bigger than God. Am I right? Come on now. We forget who we belong to. And we got we start shaking and we start, oh God, why 
why am I in this mess? I mean, am I the only one that's done that? Thank you for being a partner in my crime. I mean, I, you know, we forget. We, that's why we need each other. That's why we need to pray for one another. To bring them to the throne of grace when they can't for themselves. Amen? When I'm in a weak season, someone else is strong. Bring me before the throne. And when you're in a weak season and God says, Hey, pray for them. I'll bring you before the throne. Amen. We're in this thing together. We're on this planet spinning around at a fantastic rate of speed around the sun and the universes are going everywhere. We need each other. Hallelujah. Don't ever think you can do this by yourself. Amen. Okay, here we are. Here's this deal. They're scared to death. They're hiding. Now, in verse 47 or 45 started, David answered after hearing the Philistine cuss him out. I love what, it, what the giant said in verse 43. The Philistine ridiculed David and said, Am I a dog that you come after me with a stick? Yep. That's what David said. You sure are. My version says, Come on, says a Philistine, I'll make roadkill of you. <laughs> and I'll, I'll make roadkill of you for the buzzards, and I'll turn you into a tasty morsel for the field mice. Have you ever heard the devil tell you, I'm going to make roadkill out of you, boy? I mean, hello, has he told you that? Or am I, am I the only one? David answered, Oh, I like this. You come at me with a sword, a spear, and a battle axe. Remember now, he's nearly ten foot tall. Vicious, been trained since he was the age of five how to do what he does very, very well. But David, little short fellow, about 17 years old, says, You come at me with a sword and a spear and a battle axe. But I come at you, whoo, I like this version, in the name of the God of the angel armies. The name of God of the angel armies. The God of Israel's troops whom you curse and mock this very day. God is handing you over to me. I'm about to kill you, cut your head off, and serve your body and the bodies of your Philistine buddies to the crows and coyotes. The whole earth will know that there's an extraordinary God in Israel. And everyone gathered here will learn that God doesn't save by the means of sword or spear. The battle, what? Belongs to God. Now see, we kind of forget that. We kind of forget what the battle is. It's God's. We've got to come into agreement with God and not our flesh and not what the world screams at us. We've got to come into agreement with God. That's the only way you're going to beat the devil up. That's the only way you're going to ever overcome him. That's the only way you're going to stay out of this place when you get out of here. You have got to become knowledgeable that it ain't you, it's Him, and it's you're agreeing with Him. And then He infuses the strength in you. How did you get born again? You heard truth, right? 
Hey, God loves you with an everlasting love. And He sent Jesus to take your place for your judgment so that you don't have to spend an eternity in hell. And He sent Jesus to, to do the sacrifice for you so that you don't have to have that judgment come on you. And you say, you know what? I believe that. I believe you're speaking truth to me. And bam! Holy Spirit comes in and does a supernatural work. What did you do? You aligned yourself with truth. Did you save yourself? No. You just got into agreement with what God says. Are you hearing me? The Word says in Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you believe in your heart and what? Confess with your mouth that Jesus is what? Lord, you will be saved. Okay, what's that doing? You're getting in alignment with the truth. And then you're letting it out your mouth. It's not mental assent. It is believing in your heart and going... I believe. I believe. I believe that Jesus is Lord. And then, whoa, Holy Spirit does His job. Born again, child of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Everything. I'm talking there's nothing that does not work outside of that principle right there. Hear the truth. Get into alignment with it. And Holy Spirit will do it. It doesn't matter what it is, what the label is. Is it illness? Get the truth. By the stripes of Jesus, I see and hear I am healed. What do you do? Align yourself with the truth. And where did it come out of? Your mouth. Are you getting the picture? Tormented of devils. I see and hear that I am set free. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. And then what happens? Holy Spirit comes and begins a working in you. He took a few months to get me cleaned up. But I'm telling you, I was free indeed. Where I had constant depression, I was now full of joy. Where I had an anger problem, I was now in the peace of God. Where I had hopelessness, I now had hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I began to see the principles in the Word of God. It is sowing a seed. It is waiting and giving God time. And then the harvest comes. That principle works. It doesn't matter what it is. Hallelujah. Because why? You're agreeing with God. You're sowing your seed. What? What is it? Do you need healing? You better find you somebody to pray for that's sick. Why? You're sowing healing seed. Amen. You are a product of seed, time, harvest. That's how you got here on this planet. Amen. What is it you need? Do you need forgiveness? Then you forgive. Didn't Jesus say that in Matthew 18? If you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven by your heavenly Father. So you got to plant a forgiveness seed in order to receive forgiveness. What are you doing? You're lining yourself up with the Word of God. And you're speaking it out of your mouth. 
Hallelujah. That's the way it all works. Let's look at for a Second Chronicles 20. I like this one too. I could preach out of this one all day. Amen. Second Chronicles 20. You know the story. Let me find it. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles. There's First Chronicles. I'm getting close. Second Chronicles 20, verse 15. We're going to look at specifically. Let's just get the, the background of this. The children of Israel, here they are, covenant people with God. They, they get up one morning and look out their window, and what do they see? They see an enemy so vast they cannot count them. They are like locusts just swarming down on top of them. And there they are, few in number. Would you say in the natural their doom is guaranteed? Amen. I mean, would you say that it's just a given they're going to get whooped? Amen. They're going to get beat because they're outnumbered. I mean, hundreds and hundreds. You know that we are outnumbered by these demonic forces? Do you know if our eyes were opened in the spirit realm, we'd go crawl under something and hide? Because we are outnumbered. However, let's look at the good news. The good news is this king had sense enough to call a fast and to seek God. They were desperate for him. They were desperate for an answer. They were desperate for deliverance. Hallelujah. They called a fast. They wouldn't even let their animals eat. And then after the fast, they called a meeting together. And in verse... Um, where are we at here? Verse 15. Let me back up to verse 14. Then Jehazel was moved by whom? The Spirit of whom? The Lord. The Lord. To speak from the midst of the congregation. Uh, he said, Attention everyone. All of you from out of town, all of you from Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, God's word. Don't be afraid. Don't pay any mind to this vandal horde. This is God's war, not yours. Did we just hear that before? The battle's not ours, but whose? The Lord's. Here they are, outnumbered, sure death to women, children, and all the men. Sure thing. It's a done deal. But... By the Spirit of God, they get a word. And then the next morning, they get up, and here the king says, You know what? I think I'll send the praisers out. I think I'll send the worshipers out front. Can you imagine what they said? Hey, I didn't sign up to war. I, I'm, I'm a singer. I mean, I play an instrument. I don't know how to use. I don't know how to use a spear. I don't how. To, I don't know how to use a sword. I sing alto. <laughs> but here they are in front of this little army behind them. And they are going, Oh, give thanks to the Lord our God. His love endures forever. Ooh. <laughs> and there they are. Their eyes look upon the enemy. 
vast. Oh, give thanks to the Lord our God. His love endures forever. And then what do you know? An ambush by angels. <laughs> the God of the angel armies. The enemy went into confusion, killed each other. Do you know when devils are attacking you, if you will get yourself in line with the Word of God and you say, God, I'm going to sing in the front of my enemies. Oh, give thanks to the Lord my God. His love endures forever. Oh, watch him, watch him, watch him. He'll send the enemy into confusion. They don't know what to do with some believer that gets happy over Jesus instead of worrying about their circumstances. Amen. Glory. I'm preaching myself happy. Hallelujah. Are you getting the picture? You agree with the Word of God. And you let it come out of your mouth. If you'll speak it, if you'll sing it. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I'll speak it, I'll sing it, I'll write it, I'll even hum it to get the gospel, the good news of Jesus to your people. And you know, He's taken me up on that. I've done all of it. I'm... I've hummed my way into the anointing. Mm. I'll tell you what I got. I'm telling you, I got soused in the Holy Ghost doing that one time. I'm telling you, He's just waiting to bless you. It's up to us to get that barrier off and get where the glory's coming out, you know? Get down where the spout is pouring His glory out and say, Lord, I think I'll just have a shower in Your goodness. Hallelujah. Woo! I tell you, it'll wash you clean. Amen. It'll get you happy. You'll be walking around this unit with this little Jesus grin on. They're going to wonder what you've been up to. <laughs> Say, hey, brother, you can't buy this stuff. It's free. And you know what? It's very addictive. I'm addicted to Jesus. I'm an anointing addict and a Jesus junkie. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, there's great peace and great freedom in that. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Zechariah 4.6 God Himself declared, It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Are you getting the idea? we got to quit trying it in our own selves. In Isaiah 55 verse 1 it says, Hey, if you're thirsty, if you're hungry, you just, you just accept the gift. Are you desperate for Him? Just accept Him. We get it all complicated. Religion gets it all complicated. It's simple. It has to be for me to get it. Amen? Amen. The invitation is given. If you're thirsty for truth, if you're hungry for righteousness, if you want eternity to be with God, just accept Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just accept it. In Matthew 4... You don't have to turn there. You can read it sometime. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness and He was tempted by the devil, by Lucifer himself. 
Every time he was tempted, what did Jesus do? Quoted the Word. Quoted Scripture. Well, is he our example? Amen. He is our example. So, for instance, you're feeling a little sick. Your body is going, Hello, I'm about to get you. But what do you say? Uh, excuse me, but the Bible says, flesh, that by the stripes of Jesus, you're healed. Amen. What are you doing? You're lining yourself up with the Word of God. So Holy Spirit can come and do the work. Can you heal yourself? No. No more than you can save yourself. But if you'll get into agreement with the Word, then Holy Spirit comes and does the work. Each time. Has God delivered you out of a habit or something? And here comes the enemy tapping you. Hello, you thought I left, but I'm here. What do you say? I don't believe so. The Word of God says that whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Get off of me. Hallelujah. So you take authority over the devil, but you agree with God. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you, victory is going to be yours. Amen. Amen. In Luke, let's turn there. Luke chapter 8. Matthew, Mark, Luke. You know, it's hard to find the books in the New Testament without singing that little song. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts and the letter to the Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians. <laughs> Did y'all learn that when you were little? <laughs> well, you didn't go to the church I went to. <laughs> Luke 8, chapter, uh, verse uh, 22. Listen at this. Listen. One day, he, talking about Jesus, he and his disciples, we're in Luke 8, verses 22. He and his disciples got in a boat. Let's cross the lake. Who said? Jesus said. And off they went. It was smooth sailing and Jesus fell asleep. A terrific storm came up suddenly. Look at your neighbor and say, suddenly. On the lake. Water poured in and they were about to capsize. They woke Jesus up. Master, Master, we're going to drown. Get into his feet. Jesus told the wind, silence. And the waves quiet down. And they did. The lake became smooth as glass. Uh-oh, here it comes. And then he said to his disciples, Why can't you trust me? Well, they were in absolute awe, staggered and stammering. Who is this anyway? He calls out to the wind and sea, and they, and they do what he tells them. These guys had been with Jesus for quite a while. They had seen the dead raised. They had seen arms grow out where there were none. They had seen eyes opened that could not see. They had seen everything. And they're going, who is this? Duh. But you see what they did? Jesus said, let us go to the other side of the lake. He was in the boat with them. He 
said, we're going to the other side, guys. But then this storm came up. How? Suddenly. It's the suddenlies in life that'll get you if you're not careful. Because the suddenly got them. And they cast their eyes on the wind. And they cast their eyes on the waves. They heard it. They heard it. And they were going, oh, We're going to drown. And they go, They go over the way to bed. Master, 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 master. Don't you care? I was raised on that song. Master, the tempest is raging, the billows are tossing high. The earth is all shattered with darkness, no shelter or help is nigh. Carest thou not that we perish, how canst I lie asleep? When each moment so madly is threatening, a grave in the angry deep. That's hogwash, that's unbelief, and I won't sing that anymore. Am I right? the world did they put a song to unbelief? <laughs> but we do that to God. We get in this situation. We get into this circumstance and we're going, Lord, don't you care? I'm about to drown here. Hello up there. Do you see me here? Now, am I the only one that's done that? Yeah. I am. <laughs> oh, come on now. Y'all are guilty too. Don't so innocent at me. We forget that Jesus said we're going to the other side. And he's in the boat. Are you a believer? He's in the boat. Are you going to have Jesus say to you, why can't you trust me? Oh, help us, Jesus. Help us to trust you. Amen? Or oh me. Well, how are we going to get victory over the enemy? We're going to put our eyes on the what? The Bible. The Word. We're going to let Holy Spirit teach us. And we're going to align ourselves with truth and let it come out of our mouth. Amen. Amen? That's the process for victory. It doesn't matter what the label is. It doesn't matter what you're facing, what disappointment has struck your heart. It doesn't matter what situation is what. It doesn't matter. What matters is you agree with what the Word of God says. You position yourself as such and let it out of your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Let's give the Lord a hand for His Word. Thank you, Lord. And the last scripture, 2 Timothy, verse 12, says, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Do you hear? I'm not ashamed of the one that I trust. I know in whom I trust. I'm sure that he's able to guard what I've entrusted to him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of right teaching you've learned and remember to live in the faith and love you have in Christ Jesus with the help of Holy Spirit who lives within us. Carefully guard what's been entrusted to you. Amen. You gotta guard it. You gotta guard it. Why? Because there's an enemy, there's an adversary out there, and he wants to rob you of your faith. Amen. He wants to stop you of your faith. He wants to put your faith in a pressed down position to where you can't receive. So you guard it. How do you guard it? 
You believe God. It's real simple. Don't make it complicated. You just believe God in spite of what your eyes see and your ears hear. And He will, He will, I'm telling you by the authority of the Word, He will bring you through. You just quit trying to presume how and when. Amen? You just say, God, I'm yours. This situation is yours. Work it out in your time. I'm going to plant the seed necessary to get the harvest. Amen. Amen. And then I'll let you just do the watering and I'll let you just do the cultivating. And I'm just going to say, Oh, give thanks to the Lord our God and King. His love endures forever. Do you know that song? Do you have that with you? Let's just do it. Amen. We're going to sing. While she's getting ready, uh, I, I heard by the Spirit of the Lord there's someone with a left elbow problem and someone with a knee problem. And we're going to pray for you and see God heal you. Can we do the healing? No. But who is? Holy Spirit. And we're going to get ourselves in line with the Word and see Him do it. Amen? If that's your left elbow hurting, come up here. And we're going to pray for you. You don't have it? Do you? Can you play it? A little bit? You don't know? I don't, I don't want to put you on, on a spot. Just get you one. Let's just, let's just go with how great is our God. There, there's oil on that. Okay, anybody? Are you elbows or knees? Elbows, okay. Okay. You ready for a Jesus overhaul? All right. Is there another one with the knee? Got a knee problem. If that's you, just come on. All right. What are we doing? We're going to sow healing seed. Amen? Y'all stretch your hand out. Get your faith activated. And we're going to see God do a miracle. Hallelujah. Father, I just bind these bones and joints to the stripes of Jesus. Oh, we just agree with your word that it's his stripes that heals this, this son of yours, oh God, this brother of mine. Lord, we just release the healing virtue of Jesus. Whew, there it is, brother. Have a healing in Jesus' name. I just command this back to line up every vertebrae, every cushion between the vertebrae. Whoa, to be healed, to be normal in Jesus' name. Father, just give him a chiropractic adjustment from the throne of God. We bless you now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Is that good, brother? Bless you. And you're the elbow, left elbow. stripes of Jesus, the healing virtue. We command every tendon, every muscle, and every joint in this elbow to work properly in the name of Jesus. We release the healing virtue to do the work. Hallelujah. We agree with your word, O oh God. By the stripes of Jesus, this son of yours is healed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can you tell a difference? Amen. Lord, we just agree with your 
word that by the stripes of Jesus this knee is healed. Whoa, ah, thank you, God. Every muscle, every tendon, every ligament, the cushions in between the knee is restored by the stripes. Whoa, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa, that's good, Lord. That's good. Let's give some more. Thank you, Lord. Now try something. to do your knee okay another knee let's do some planting in the kingdom isn't this exciting because when you plant a seed you're going to get it when you need it amen hallelujah father we just agree with your word that this knee is healed by the stripes of jesus come holy spirit oh we just declare the tendons the ligaments and the bones to be healed the cushion between the joints to be filled in jesus name we agree with
and then your response to that scripture is typed out. Read the scripture itself, and then the word says to meditate on the Lord. It means to speak softly in your voice out loud. It doesn't mean think it in your head. It means to, to read what it says softly. So you read the scripture and then read your declaration, your response to that scripture. You will feel the strength of Holy Spirit infused into your spirit. Amen? Because you're just agreeing with the Word. That's how we do it. That's how we be victorious. That's how we got born again by the Word of God, the living Word of God. So this is yours to take and you just meditate on it. Amen? The Word says when we meditate on the Lord, we shall have success in all that we do. I like the word all. And so you just be blessed. Won't we just go to the Lord in prayer? Just bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for each man that's here this morning. I pray that you just go with them as they go to separate ways. And I pray that they take this word, this healing, that's come upon them, Lord. And they will not come out of it. But they will stay in this agreement that they are healed, that they are well by the stripes of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that they'll take this anointing and give it to someone else. And see them healed and delivered of whatever the enemy has put upon them. And Lord, and each one here. And we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing on this unit and in each heart and each life. And we thank you. For our chaplain, we thank you for the staff we have here. And Lord, we just lift them to you. That Lord, you take them and use them for your honor and your glory. Just let the healing virtue flow through them. If any of the officers on each unit is sick, I speak healing unto them. That they might be made whole. Lord, we just dismiss everybody in the name of Jesus. Until we meet again, we just say go in peace. Amen and amen. amen. Glory to God. See you guys back next time.